This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Say what? And welcome in. Boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. And I'm sure you do too. Because you get the nice Chiefs Kingdom show with Mitch Holtis. 913-586-7610. That's the number, not our show. It is yours. You know the deal. This is going to be a fun one tonight. If you're in Kansas City, if you're outside, you get the fire pit going. You got 610 Sports Radio on. Hopefully you're using the app or maybe you just have the old AM radio. Bless you for having this on. Was last night. Was last night the game that did it? I'll have my three biggest storylines. I'm sure you listen to Fesco. I'm sure you listen to Kling, Cody and Gold, Carrington and Rob. Pete Sweeney today on Fesco. He was fantastic. That game answered a lot of questions for me. I mean, I know who the Chiefs are. You know who the Chiefs are. Again, Red Reaction Show, Nick Price, Dusty Likens, 913-586-7610. The signal is up. Batman, that's your shout-out. Big T, get your ass on the phone. Dan and KCK, let's hear it. Anybody else? You want to join the fandom? You want to be a part of this show? You want to start now? It's week five. It's your show. We got a long year. And I can guarantee you, we got a long season coming ahead. And that means playoff games. And you haven't seen anything yet until next Sunday. Or I guess this Sunday. I know not a lot of you out there watch House of the Dragon. Damn good show. Great show. Maybe you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Great show. Maybe you watched Sopranos, The Wire, The Office. And there were times where when you watched an episode, you thought to yourself, I don't know if they can top that. 
Last night was a preamp to what we are going to get on Sunday. Three biggest storylines of last night's win, 30-29, to 29, Chiefs over the Raiders. Maybe some sub-storylines too, but what I could tell, at least from my living room, the Chris Jones play, right? That got everybody out of their seat. That got everybody to run to the fridge. And that got everybody to kind of get messed up. He didn't know what the hell was going on. It's the first time ever a roughing the passer call has been on someone who's holding the football. And when I see that happen, the first thing that comes to my mind is that crowd instantly flipped into like a 1998 WWF Raw is War Monday Night crowd. That was insane, man. They put the fear of God in that ref. He was crying. And that entire crew. They, 100%. Straight up. No, I mean, I've, like, I was talking to you before the show, right? I've yeah. been, me and my dad, been going out to Chiefs games for about like 12, 13 years now. I've been to a lot of big time games, a lot of big time moments. I've never seen the crowd affect a game mm-hmm. quite like they did last night. I mean, it was insane. I, you can tell my voice is a little bit raspy. I yeah. might have been one of those 80,000 people that was showering booze Your voice down. sound like this? There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. Time out. That is a sea, of, that, that's a sea of red inside someone's head. Oh, yeah. And it lasted for 30, 45 minutes. I mean, people weren't going to drop it. They were pissed, and they yeah. should have been. That was, a, that was a terrible call. That was storyline number one for me because the fact that the fans at that game – were so loud. Like, I normally am not that guy to be like, ah, look at it. They're really turning up, man. They're really, they're really getting into it. But like sitting on my couch, listening to the crowd volume, seeing the reaction, knowing that everyone in that crowd was loose. Everyone was feeling great. And then the referees took everybody's feel-good juice and poisoned it. And everyone knew who was to play. We had Sean Payton and Tony Dungy tweeting. I don't think I've hardly ever seen Tony Dungy tweet, let alone Sean Payton. And they both were saying the same thing. Danny Parkins in Chicago was asking Roger Goodell to come out and make a public apology today. That's how serious it was. So there was no, like, people against you saying, well, it is what it is. No, everybody, everybody outside of Raiders fans that night was like, hey, that was that was BS. Man. And with that crowd acting that way, which to me was near and dear to my heart, because growing up it was always told, you go to Arrowhead and you go to a game when it's rowdy, you can't hear the person talking next to you. And last night, they dictated how the rest of the game went. The fans literally were a part of that game, no matter how you look at it. And when you think about when McKinnon got the ball and the attitude changed, and it was like, okay, enough of this. Storyline number one. Storyline number two, Mahomes is clearly on a mission. I don't know what his number one bullet point is, whether it is being the eighth best player in the league from being the first, being the third best quarterback, seeing that the Chiefs were picked to finish second, third in the AFC West. Now they are slowly but surely running away with it. Mahomes looks like he knows exactly what to do every single play his fifth year as a starter in the NFL. 
He's on a mission. He had Tom Brady's game marked on his calendar, and they beat the bricks off of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks on the road. And the third storyline is the Raiders had one of the most outstanding stat lines that I've ever seen. Last night, the Raiders had a 150-yard rusher, Josh Jacobs. And this is from OptiStats on Twitter. It's pretty good. They had a wide receiver with 100 yards, Devontae Adams. 120-plus, I believe, two touchdowns. They had zero turnovers. That's good. And they had no more than two punts. That's also good. They're the first team in NFL history to do all of that in a game, but still lose. <laughs> 9135867610Red Reaction Show. That's the text line number, the J Southland Toe Service text line. That's also the phone line. The signal is up. The Batman is with us. Go ahead. Man, you know, I wait all week, uh, just you know, for the to the end of the we get to hear everybody the, the lineup on 610 is the best in the business you know and we get to hear everybody especially mitch and, and, and you know tell every until we get to your show and usually the same people call in because the same three you know are big t and dan you know they're they're gentlemen they know exactly what's going on here we, uh, you know and we've been through this together where we're, you know me, there's a lot of there's a lot of tradition here. I'm trying to tell you that the way it's setting up right now, I'm, we're setting better than we have on the other in our other Super Bowl runs. I mean, you got you got to say that the number one seed is just is right there. We got the Bills, the Niners, the Titans, and the Jags to play the next this next segment that's coming up, like Coach Andy likes to do. Then the Chargers, the Rams, the Bengals, and the Broncos. And the Texans and the Seahawks, and I'm telling you that there's no reason why this team can't keep rolling. Uh, with Willie Gay coming back, that's incredible. Uh, the only weakness that I could see in the game with the Bills is going to be that Josh Allen is, is, tries to be like Patrick, but he's, he's just not like him. And I'm trying to tell you that uh, we were our, our middle soft, our, our, our secondary soft, and, and uh, Carr was torturing him. And you know that Josh Allen can do it, and so and Burrow can do it too. And the thing of it is, we've got to we've got to get those guys playing on the same sheet of music. Lightning Bolt Bolton in the middle is incredible. He, he's legendary, and I'm telling you that, that we've got Chris Jones should not be intimidated by any of these lousy calls or anything like that. The man is on he's on a mission, and I'm trying to tell you he's trying to revive that. We have to have the pressure on these great quarterbacks that we have to play. You have to admit that the teams that come to Arrowhead are the bad teams. They're the badass of the league. And I'm telling you, we have been defeating them there, and we have the best combination of Travis and Sir Patrick, who are both legendary. And you're, every time they go out on the field, you're liable to see another record go, and, and it's incredible. And we're going to make another run, Werewolf. It's because you're still rocks. And it's, and if the price is right, is right. We are going to rock and roll all the way to the parade. I love you guys. You rock. Batman, I appreciate the phone call. You rock, Batman. Yeah. Seems like a low crime night. Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah, which, I mean, 
if the Chiefs wouldn't have pulled that one off, I'm sure Batman would have been pretty busy mm-hmm. with how hostile everybody was feeling. But, you know, oh, yeah. Chiefs uh, did Batman a favor, got him a night off. So shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not our show, it's yours. Red Reaction Show, 610 Sports Radio, 913-586-7610. Ty Walker, Sedalia, go ahead, man. You're on the line. What's up, guys? You, brother. I was at, I was at that game yesterday, and oh, my gosh. That, that was a it was a crazy atmosphere. Like, once they once that penalty happened, just everyone booing the referees, telling that ref that he sucked. Oh, my God. It was, it was nothing I've never seen before. I mean, this was a... A great experience for my first ever Chiefs game. I thought it was, it was just so crazy. I mean, it was like booze all the way until the the Matthew Wright field goal, and then they had a couple of cheers, and then back to booing the refs. It was just so crazy. I'm glad we pulled away at the win, and I I think the the roughing the passer stuff. I think they need to change this stuff. Um, I think. Troy Aikman on the Monday Night Football broadcast said it perfectly. Um, they need to take the skirts off these quarterbacks. Dresses. I mean, I mean, they need to. There's need to be a new ruling from it. I mean, I love how the quarterback he can take this hit. They throw a flag, but let's see, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, if he takes that hit, there's no penalty at all. I think they need to change these rules and to make this a better NFL. I appreciate the phone call, Ty. I'll say this. I liked Nate Taylor's response with Carrington out of the Nate Taylor show, where he said, do you think that pass interference or that roughing the pass should be reviewable? And he said, no. Now here's the thing. I do think that there is something to be said. Now we can thank Miami, right? I think there's a little bit of blame towards Miami. And I know some people would say that's kind of a lazy take. But Miami put a guy in that collapsed on the field and clearly had not cleared protocol. And we saw something that we don't ever want to see. I mean, we saw like Vecna come in and take his life out of his body. Like they had to go and put headphones on Tua in here running up that hill so that he, that he got away from it. And now the league is on watch. The NFLPA is there. Goodell's watching people. Teddy Bridgewater, for irony, Cleared concussion protocol, wasn't allowed back in the game. Right. Chris Jones, uh, big man, said he tried to sneak in that he weighs 340, 320, fell on Derek Carr, and it looked, from probably that referee's angle, a little rough. But the thing is, is in that situation, man, you you blew a big-time moment in a big-time game. And... Like Ty said, he's at the game, and my goodness, the crowd lost it because of the severity of the call and the severity of the moment. I believe there was about 105 left on the clock in the second half. Chris Jones recovered that ball at the 36, 37-yard line. You know who's playing quarterback. You know what Travis Kelsey was doing. He was like a cat on catnip in the end zone. He just was getting in there and scoring. So it's – I don't know if it should be reviewable, but I definitely think they need to look at it to a point where – you know, it isn't soft where it isn't because like even Chris Jones, like his voice was even different in that. And that response, we'll play that a little bit later for you tonight of, of what he said happened or how it happened. But it's just like the weight of the body fell on the quarterback, but the quarterback didn't have the ball. And Chris Jones did before he even like made contact with, like on the ground. So it is a tough call. That is to me, 
back-to-back bad roughing the passer calls with the Tom Brady issue and then and then the Derek Carr issue. So it's it's kind of tough to get to get that in there. But I, the review is going to make the game slower. It's going to make refs overthink right. things, and it's not it's not going to work out in the long run. Good. It basically is they they just need to have a meeting from the commissioner of football and be like, hey. You guys have been doing this long enough. You know what's not good and you know what's okay. Like, let's get it right. I think that's the problem, though, is that the NFL, we see it time and time again where they overreact to when bad things happen. I mean, nobody wants what happened to Tua to happen to anybody out there. And everybody's rooting for everybody to not get hurt. But at the end of the day, it is a physical game. And you've got these guys 200, 300 pounds going as fast as they can. People are going to get roughed up a little bit out there, but you got to tiptoe that line a little bit and make sure that you're not taking away from the game and putting, ultimately putting the results of the game in a referee's hands because you saw it last year in the playoffs. I mean, we're going to talk Chiefs bills a little bit later, but what were there like one or two penalties in that entire game? And it goes down as one of the greatest NFL playoff games of all time Yeah, because they let the guys play out there. And that's one thing that I hope that they see is that this overreaction here needs to be corrected somewhere back in the middle to where we're still protecting players, but we're letting them go out there and play real football. No doubt. Mark in South KC, go ahead. You're on the show. Yeah, what's going on, gentlemen? You, man. Um, All about you. I just think, I don't know whether to call it the Roger Goodell or the Tom Brady law, but we need to just start making the quarterbacks the only players on both offense and defense Mm -hmm to wear a flag on their waist. And any time a Chris Jones or any other defensive player approaches them in the backfield and they mm. pull that flag off their waist, that's considered a sack. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like, you and Bob Fesco. I mean, you could you could do Fesco in the morning with him and do 10 minutes on that segment because that's what he said. It's kind of, I mean, it's not getting to that point, but it is getting to that point where, you know, Carrington's been saying it all day on the drive and on the Nate Taylor show of how, it just doesn't work when you have such drastically different rules mm-hmm. for one specific person slash position on the field. Right. It just it's just it's different. Like you're playing this game. It's but a fast only, game. Not only that, but in the, to to sub that to to piggyback off that, Nick. Like even the position that is different, the player that plays that position is different. Right. Like and that's Brady's the thing, gonna is get like, more. Rogers is gonna get more. That was one thing last night too. Yeah. That you know. When Mahomes got whipped down on that one sack, that Mm -hmm. was a more aggressive version of what happened to Tom Brady, and they didn't throw the flag. Yeah. The crowd was already, you know, hyped up about the whole situation, so they let the refs hear it again after that. Now, I don't think that should be roughing the passer. I don't think that the car thing should be roughing the passer, the Brady one, but it's just a lack of consistency across the NFL that gets people up to this boiling point, and I think last night was a big-time moment for the NFL and their officiating to be like, hey, maybe we got to stop taking the game out of players' hands so much and just call it like it is, you know? Like, I listened to this podcast, and um, they were talking about, like, flagrant fouls in the NBA. Sure. And a great way to tell whether it's a flagrant foul is because it looks like a flagrant foul. It looks like one of those that if you did that in a pickup game, a fight might happen. Well, And they have one and two, right? Right. But, like, you know, in the NFL, it's most of the time, you know, there's holding on every play, right? There's a little bit of holding, a little bit of grabbing that goes on on every play. But when it looks egregious, that's when you throw the flag. And I think it just needs to be the same thing when it comes to pass interference, when it comes to 
roughing the passer, any of these, mm -hmm. they're all judgment calls, you know? So it's got to be some level of egregious to where if you're sitting at home and you're watching a game unbiasedly and you can see the game and be like, whoa, he's getting held over there, mm -hmm. or man, that was a late hit, then you throw the flag. But otherwise, I mean, let's calm down and just let the guys play out there. JJ and Shawnee, go ahead, man. You're on the show. Hey, great show, guys. Hey, you're um, the man. Hey, so, you know, I don't think uh, Carl Chavez is ever going to accept another assignment uh, <laughs> to come <laughs> repping Kansas City. I mean, Would you? I think we've seen the last of the man. He's not coming back here. After what they did to him last night, the man will not come to Kansas City ever again. And, um, you know, deservedly so, because that was a very, you know, bad call. I mean, and I think the fans were really, uh, you know, mad because prior to that, they had called two pass interference calls that helped the Raiders uh, score, you know, another touchdown. And then he makes such a bad call. You know, the fans were not having it, you know. And, you know, I think, you know, from that point on, you know, the Chiefs were energized and you knew, you knew they were going to, you know, come back and win the game. Um, but, um, you know, I'm really happy the fans were really, really into it. Um, you know, these are intelligent fans. We know, you know, we know the game and we're not going to allow, you know, you know, referees to come in here and just, um, you know, uh, give the game to, you know, one of the teams that we hate, you know, the Raiders. So, um, you know, kudos to the fans that were there. Um, you know, they did a great job. But I just want to say about the game that's coming up, the Buffalo Bills, you know, I'm really worried about this game because, um, you know, the Buffalo, you know, they're a scary team, and they're going to come in here and, you know, give us some problems. So, uh, you know, what do you guys think? JJ, I appreciate the call. Um, we'll get to Buffalo. So I don't mean to make you wait until that segment, but we're going to get to Buffalo. And you should be scared. You should be nervous. You should be excited. You should have every single one of those. You should have as much emotion as there are ingredients in Dr. Pepper for the Chiefs-Bills game. Like, that's how you should feel for Sunday. Like, I cannot wait for Sunday. This is, I mean, this is like a Super Bowl kind oh, yeah. of matchup. Everyone should get tanked. Um, maybe be responsible though. That's my, that's my tag. Get tanked with the safe ride home. Yeah. Or yeah. just stay home and watch it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Yeah. I think it's okay. like the fans were, they were, that's a good nuts, right? That's a good crazy for those fans. That's a good way to be like that. When it's unanimous, like I said, when Sean, when Sean Payton and Tony Dungy are, are tweeting about how bad a, a, a pass uh, or a, uh, what do you call that? The, uh, roughing the passer call. It's crazy, man. And, and I, I get it from the text. I'm going to talk about this too, uh, in the next segment. How about when Max Crosby walked up and headbutted Patrick Mahomes? Oh yeah. I mean, and he even tagged on cause I have this in the rundown. Chris Jones can't say anything to old ass Matt Ryan at the end of the game. Or he said too much, never touched him, never headbutted him, never inflicted violence was never anything over the top, Max Crosby headbutted Patrick Mahomes last night and knocked Patrick Mahomes' chain a little loose around his neck, and the referees didn't do anything. They just happened to not see it. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. We're man. picking and choosing. Exactly. I don't get it because when you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, you're talking about the greatest asset that the NFL has. Not right yet, now. apparently. Apparently you gotta, not. You got to be 30 he, years he, old. He doesn't get those calls, but that's crazy to me. No, nope. that's crazy to me to think that. The best quarterback, the best player in the NFL since he's came into the league isn't getting the same kind of protection as guys like Matt Ryan. It's nuts. 
Jake and KC, go ahead. What's up, legend? You, brother. So, <laughs> we have always thought Patrick Mahomes had that that legendary that legendary juice, right? Mm. The same thing that Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan and even like a Kobe Bryant. These these are these legends that exist. And last night was one of the epic moments we'll look back to to remind us that Patrick Mahomes is in fact that. After him and Crosby went face-to-face and he was on the sideline and they were legit holding him back because his fists were clenched and he was ready to take on the whole squad, yelling, I'm right here, I'm right here. That look in his eye is what everyone needs to remember anytime they doubt this man. And he is the best quarterback in the NFL. That was like a mic drop yeah, in there. Yeah, mic drop on, I did on the radio. That was awesome. All right, we gotta pay the we gotta pay the ads, and we do this every week. I give this man the floor at the end of the first segment. I like to pimp him up a little bit. Big T and Shawnee, let these people know, my guy. Well, hell yeah! So we can all cry and, and moan and, and be pissy about what the referees do. But, you know, I'm going to take a, a page out of Josh Werner's book. Only lose organizations and losing fans blame the referees. I'm not saying that one a bad call. It was a horrible call. But you look what the Raiders did. They exploded like the Raiders always do. I've said it before. I'll say it again. They always reside at the avenues of Loser Street and Stinky Turd Avenue. For example, the, the two-point conversion, you, you failed. Then you had a field goal. You held. You, you explode, Raiders. You, you're your own worst enemies. And this brings me to my next thing, what I want to say. This is on their coach. You know, you got Charlie Daniels. He's a badass. You got Jack Daniels. Well, we've all drank it from Jack Daniels, baby. And I know Josh McDaniels has an MAC in front of it, but that's all you need to know because they lost because the coach doesn't know what to do. He's kind of like that guy in, in uh, L.A., the Charger guy. I'm going to punt against Cleveland. Well, you're lucky the field goal kicker missed that and, and bailed you out, Chargers. We own this division. We're already 2-0. and uh, Patrick Mahomes, he, he's a badass. Nobody could intimidate him. The guy just said it, the guy before me. He had the uh, Crosby wants to headbutt him. Hey, screw you. We'll headbutt you back. We'll take the victory 30 to 29. How about that, loser Raiders? And also, Jared McKinnon, he got us rolling, baby. I love to see the heartbeat of the game, how Andy Reid infuses those running backs and knows how to use them. That guy did a tremendous job. Uh, Big Red, he's the, he's the reason we won the game, too. He's a legendary coach. You can't beat us. And my money, I'm going to put $100 on Travis Kelsey for the Superfecta and the win, baby. And you know what, Buffalo Bills? I said it before, I'll say it again. You can't beat us. You're Sean McDormat. You know, you can beat us during the regular season. That's all fine and dandy. But we're looking down the road. We're looking for the bigger picture. We're looking for the Super Bowl, baby. And as always, let's beat them Buffalo Bills this weekend. And let's go Chiefs. Choo-choo! Choo-choo-choo! Like fine wine. Never disappoints. A16, what's your Twitter's number? What's your Twitter name, Nick? At Nick Price KC. Okay. At Dusty Likens, is it? L I K I N S. This is the Red Reaction Show. It is not our show. It is yours. 913 586 7610. We got to get a break, but I have an important question I need to ask you. Who is the bigger rivalry in the AFC West for the Chiefs? I think you'll be surprised by what I think.
This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in on the Red Reaction Show, 913-586-7610. The same with the Jay Southland Toast Service text line, same number. 913-586-7610. My question right now, very simple. Who is the bigger rivalry in the AFC West for the Kansas City Chiefs? Is it the Raiders? Is it the Chargers? Or is it the Broncos? I'll give you reasons why I think it could be all three, and I would accept any answer. I think you can really pick between two, but... Yeah. I mean, I think you can hate Denver... Because sure. of the history. I think they're also a little bit more hateable now because of their quarterback. Yeah, their quarterback's weird. Like the thing, the video that gets me the most is the one that says things I care about. And it has like that weird bass solo or bass line in it. And he's using the remote to point to the words. That one's weird. Uh, where he's sitting around his family and then all of a sudden his voice changes. Um. Like Brian Kelly's got a southern draw. All of a sudden, Russell Wilson got a little, you know, little swag to him. The Subway commercial sucks. He, I can't stand that guy. Oh, uh, it's brutal. Yeah. And I think he makes you, like, hate Denver. Um, the Chargers, which is what I think has, this, has, has the other edge. Um, Because I think Justin Herbert's talent level is the closest you can get to Patrick Mahomes outside of maybe Josh Allen, right. Lamar Jackson, those guys that have won MVPs or been MVP runner-ups. Um, plus, that he's proven he can beat you. Exactly. So, that, so that's there. That's the key. Um, I mean, I think, so just real quick, I yeah. think, like, I'm a KU guy to make a Big 12 analogy. It's a lot like KU and K-State, you know, that should be the rivalry, but... You know, whether it's football or basketball, it's pretty unbalanced either way. And then KU has found other people to be rivals with, like, you know, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. That's like a bigger rivalry at the moment mm -hmm. than K-State. Yeah, like seasonal rivalry. You know, just because, like, they go back and forth of beating each other. Yeah. So the Chargers, I think, can be there just because, like, every game that the Chiefs play the Chargers with, it seems like it's one of those pivotal moment type of games. Now, the Raiders, I'd listen to that, too, because I think Derek Carr is easily hateable. Devontae Adams and his clown show of a performance last night pushing that photographer down and now has a police report filed against him, which is weird because I will, as contradictory as it sounds, Devontae Adams honestly has never done anything remotely close to being outside the box, like never done anything wrong, never been suspended, never been in trouble, really. Um, just got heated. It just got heated. And... That game last night proved to me that every time you play the Raiders, at least for the next two to three years, you're going to get, you know, nuts and blood, guts and grit. It's like, getting chippy. That's what you're going to get. Max Crosby going after Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, the guys in the secondary going after each other whenever I think it was Legereus Sneed hit Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae and Adams and Hunter Renfro going at each other. Right, in the game. Yeah. And Devontae Adams showing that raw emotion that you never saw in Green Bay. Like, he, they lose that game. He goes over to the sideline, throws his, his helmet to the ground, which then led to the altercation with the photographer. So I ask you, 913-586-7610, who is the bigger rivalry? Is it Chiefs Chargers? Is it Chiefs Raiders? I think we can probably punt on the Broncos just because of where they're at, but we can take these questions all night. 913-586-7610. Bigger rival for the Chiefs. Is it the, is it the Chargers? Or is it the Raiders? Because last night's game looked like our grandpa and our father's Chiefs Raiders game. That was a game in which they didn't care that it said Mahomes on the back of the jersey. They didn't care that it said Kelsey on the back of the jersey. They probably should have been the goal line area. But I'll say this. I slightly think the Chargers have the edge. I think the Raiders are right there on the doorstep and give you enough to hate. Because Max Crosby is hateable. Derek Carr's hateable if you're a Chiefs fan. Devontae Adams isn't going anywhere because he signed that maximum contract. Hunter Renfro's like that annoying slot receiver guy that you just can't stand. He's like oh. that one guy who hits a bunch of threes if you're talking basketball, yeah. you know. Or you go to the gym and all of a sudden they're just like that one guy that doesn't look like he can ball, but all of a sudden he's like a gym rat. Yeah. So Chargers, Raiders, who you got? We come back. Raiders game's over. Now we get to sit back and get to watch one of the best games of the year, and I'll tell you what's coming up. It's Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, but there's yet so, so much more. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Let that one go a little bit. Mm. Fast, fast, fast show tonight. I think if the Chiefs win next week, we should just do our show in 13 seconds. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Listen, Sunday, I'll be on after hours. By the way, tomorrow, 6 to 9, I'll be here. 6 to 7 is the Arrowhead Pride radio show coming back. That's what I'm saying. Arrowhead Pride will be me and Pete Sweeney. It'll be a new version of that show. Hey. My guy, Pete. You guys going to get some shows after? No, because he's got a, he leaves, and then I do two hours of after hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just have him bring you some shows. If he's a good friend, he will. I had shows last night for the game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sheep and nachos. Okay. Freddy's tonight. Yeah. I just want a greasy burger Dude, and some I, fries. I had no intention of going to Freddy's until you brought that up. I'm a bad man. Now there's nothing that'll stop me from going to Freddy's. Yeah. I'm a bad, bad man. Sponsor the show, Freddy's. That would be dope. Um, so tomorrow, Arrowhead Pride radio show, six to seven on 610 Sports Radio, immediately following the drive with Carrington and Rob Brenton. Um, Thursday, obviously you're loaded there. You get the players only show that gambling show with Alex gold. Then you get the climbing show, uh, from seven to eight. And then Friday, we're here Friday nights. Uh, Royals are done. So we'll have Friday nights after hours, myself, six to 9 PM. Uh, and then, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Right, let's talk about what this game is. Not very many times as I'm getting older, 
do middle of the road, mid season games, get your boy, uh, sports horny. This one, I'm going to have to, I'm going to probably have to wear like a weight on my lap. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to stay seated for about seven hours. Like my watch isn't going to, it's going to tell me to stand seven straight hours. And I'm going to have to tell it no. No, can't do it right now. This is a midseason Super Bowl. I think this is potentially the best Chiefs Bills regular season matchup that we've had during this era of these teams. Now, it's been a very, very small sample size. It's only been three years. Um, but this is one in which it's like, okay, Buffalo, yeah, last year in the regular season game, you guys, you guys nailed it. You guys won. It is what it is. You had the pick six off the deflected pass from Tyreek Hill. Uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I think Josh Allen is still in the shadow of Mahomes. I think he continuously will be in the shadow of Mahomes. I think this has potentially to be a Peyton Manning-Tom Brady matchup. 100%. You know how they were. They were in different divisions, but they were in the same main division. And they and they won their division every year, so they played each other every year. Right. Sometimes it was in New England. Sometimes it was in, in, Buffalo, or in uh, Indianapolis. But this game Sunday, like I won't bet money line or spread on this game. No way. I'll bet the over. I'll bet probably props like Kelsey scores, uh, Mahomes yardage, Allen yardage. There'll be something where if you go to DraftKings on Sunday, there'll be something uh, where it'll be like Mahomes, Allen, Mahomes, Allen. It'll be like two and a half total touchdowns each, 255 yards each, Chiefs win, cover. Yeah, the ton of offense Which parlay. makes me think of another thing about this game. This game's an arrowhead at GHA Field Arrowhead Stadium. That's where this game is at. The Chiefs are underdogs at home. I can't think of the last time the Chiefs have been underdogs with Mahomes except for maybe the AFC Championship game in 2018 against Tom Brady and the Patriots. Right. Maybe the Patriots were favorites in that game. That, to me, is honestly the last time I can think of in a Mahomes-era game at home that he's been the underdog. And, oh, by the way, he thrives when he's the underdog. I believe he's 7-1. and one. It's good that you bring that up, too, because I think that's why this Bills-Chiefs game has so much weight to it, is Tom Brady's been out of the AFC for a few years now. And yeah. these guys are the undisputed top two quarterbacks in the AFC with the top two teams in the AFC, maybe the NFL, too. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been, you know, each week we kind of reevaluate where all the teams are in the AFC and the rest of the NFL. I don't think there's anybody better than the Chiefs and the Bills this year. Yeah. Uh, they're just in a class of their own. And so you've got Josh Allen playing, you know, consistently at this high level to, you know, compete with Mahomes when it comes to who is the best quarterback. Like, it's not one of those things where, you know, preseason people are saying, oh, Justin Herbert's better than Patrick Mahomes and the Chargers are going to win this division and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not one of those where we're just talking. Like, there's actually some weight to this that – the Bills and Josh Allen have an incredible team this year, and they have in a couple years in a row now, and it's going to be that way where these two are duking it out for the foreseeable future. So mm. there's a there's a lot of weight to this Bills-Chiefs game and this Bills-Chiefs rivalry as we're heading into what, I, I don't even know, like the fourth, fifth time that these two have played each other. Yeah. And every once in a while, you know, one of them gets the best of the other in a This'll more lopsided five. way. But, you know, the last time these two teams played, they had one of the most legendary games of all time. And I don't see this being any different. Like, I don't think there's going to be some heroic 13-second comeback. But 
Buffalo's healthy. The Chiefs are, with their stars, are healthy, right? I think MVS, Juju Smith-Schuster, McCall Hardman looked a little banged up with the heel again, but then came right back on the field. Clyde's fine. Pacheco's fine. But when you look at this game and you dissect it a little bit, Josh Allen leads the league in passing. 16-51. Mahomes is fourth with 13-98. Mahomes leads the league in touchdowns thrown with 15. Josh Allen's second with 14. Travis Kelsey leads the league in touchdowns with seven. Stephon Diggs is second with five. Gabriel Davis, the last time he played the Chiefs, I think had 200-plus yards. I think he had three touchdowns and absolutely went off. This is a game that if you've got a young kid that you're trying to groom to be a Chiefs fan, you got a girlfriend or a wife or a fiance that's trying to really get into base or get into football. This is one of those games where you say, all right, sit back and watch this because this is modern day football. This is gunslinger V gunslinger. This is playmaker versus playmaker. This is understudy coach of a main coach. And these two teams do not like each other when they are on the field against each other. Two regular season games, two playoff games. One was one of the best football games we have ever seen. It is the best football game I've ever seen. Last year's divisional round game. The best game I've ever seen. The AFC Championship game, they lost. Josh Allen lost his cool. Started getting in a fight. Started a rumble in the, in the midfield. But it's Bills and it's Chiefs. The other thing that's really significant about this game is that Buffalo is trying to separate themselves in the AFC East. The Chiefs are doing a very good job of separating themselves in the AFC West. The Chiefs are four and one. The Chargers three and two. They have tiebreaker. The Raiders two and three, or the Broncos two and three. Give me a break. And the Raiders are one and four. Chiefs have tiebreaker. If in fact the Chiefs can beat Buffalo, they will be in not only the driver's seat. Oh, Gabe Davis had four touchdowns. That's right. If, thank you, 816. But if the Chiefs beat the Bills, big if, big, 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 big if. But if the Chiefs beat the Bills, they'll then have tiebreaker over the Bills. They'll have tiebreaker over the top probably two teams in their division. And they'll be coasting to that game in San Francisco. And then they've got a bye. And if they go to their bye at 7-1, and one, or I guess they'd be, yes, yeah, 7-1. and one. Going into week eight. There's not a lot anybody else can do. Because then you're talking number one seed, you're talking eighth straight division title, and you're talking you've got Supreme Court over the Bills. It's a big game because it's the same for both teams. Allen threw four touchdowns against a crappy Pittsburgh team, and then Mahomes answered with four touchdowns to one guy against a pretty good Raiders team that has a really bad record. You just said it too. I mean, getting that tiebreaker for either one of these two teams is huge. Like, you know, I've been looking at the Bills schedule and you look at it, there's not a lot of obvious losses. Like maybe, you know, maybe the Dolphins get the better of them again or like, you know, maybe they run into the Patriots. But, you know, like I'm looking at this, they got to play the Packers and the Vikings in the few weeks after the Chiefs game. Mm. Other than that, I mean, they get the Bengals second to last game of the year. There's really not a lot of times where you look at that and you're like, the Bills are 
in trouble that week or like they could realistically lose. So this is one for the Chiefs. You got to get this one because there's a very good chance that both of these teams are going to finish with one to two, maybe three losses at the end of the year. And you want to be playing them in the AFC title game in Arrowhead and not in Buffalo. We come back. We wrap this show up. We give what we can at best a prediction. I'll tell you probably what I'm going to bet on, but until we get back, Hang tight. 913-586-7610. This Red Reaction Show. It's not our show. It's yours. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens. Brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Been uh, trying to switch that up a little bit, you know. I think it was getting a little stale. Been trying, like, new voice inflictions and, and Nick stuff. Price. Yeah. Maybe we should just do, like, the Red Reaction Show with Nick Price and Dusty Likens. Yeah, see, we All should right. switch it up one day. I don't uh, think they're going to do that for me, though. No. I've been on this show for three years. You know, they don't put my name on it, but it's all right. It's not even my show. It's yours. Yeah. Not yours, but right. the listener in the car right now. Plus 900. Can the Cleveland Indians hit a home run in the seventh inning? They got two on, one out. Should we do it? Do it. Lock it in. I don't want to, but I feel like he's going to. Why not? That would be hilarious if we want yard on that. Plus nine. Five I mean, bucks. You could get a lot of Freddy's for, what, 45 bucks? That we're looking at? I just feel like a double play is coming. Oh, now it's plus 1,000. Even better. I Red- say lock it in, but I'm a terrible influence and yeah. a terrible gambler. So, you know, yeah. at your own risk. Oh, I do have a bonus. A little free play? I guess so. Okay. That's kind of nice. I don't know if, like, the uh, legit books do this, but, you know, what I was using before, Uh when you lose enough, they give you, like, 10% back as, like, free play bonus. Uh I appreciate it, but it hurts my pride. I'm like... I suck so bad you're going to give me free money to bet more. I just can't believe they won't let me use it. Because they just know I'm not going to win. Yeah. Red Reaction Show, double play. Told you. How you doing? See, good thing you didn't bet it. You should have bet no on the minus 1,000. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that wouldn't have done anything. Put 1,000 bucks down, win 100. Yeah, that's great. Uh, 913-586-7610. Thanks for all your calls tonight. Thanks for all your interaction with the text group. Uh, this show just obviously gets more and more, uh, amped up, ramped up and, and jacked up as the season goes on. I assume next Monday will be absolutely insane. Depending on how the game goes, it doesn't really matter actually. So it's kind of contradicting, but, um, yeah, I mean, like you think about it, Buffalo, man, Buffalo, Kansas city, uh, take the over. Uh, take catches, Travis Kelsey. Take catches, Stephon Diggs. You want a secret? Take Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes over rushing yards. Okay. Somebody says, like I said, uh, I'm a great gambler. So. Somebody says in the text like nine one three. Also on Thursday, Carson Wentz hitting the over on pass attempts. Dude is like clockwork with that. 
MVS over on catches and CEH over on receptions. Nothing but hits. So we got a confident eight one six I mean, or so a nine one three. At this point, I've got like a fourteen part parlay. I might not be here next Monday because I might retire. There you go. That's Nick Price. Red Reaction Show, 610 Sports Radio. You guys are all awesome. Robert, Owen, Paul, Big T, JJ, Ty, Dan and KCK. I feel like you made up half of those names. I didn't. <laughs> Nuts, that was a great show. It was fun. It's fast. I have a feeling next Monday. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a big one. Off the rails. Off the rails. Tomorrow, Pete Sweeney and I do uh, Arrowhead Radio, Arrowhead Pride Radio Show, 6 to 7 p.m., and then it's after hours after that. Uh, Thursday, you know the routine, that betting show, players only, Kleinman, then Friday, it's after hours, Sunday, fantasy show, and after hours. I'm Dusty Likens, Nick Price. Do something nice for somebody. The world definitely needs it. We have too much going wrong. I'm Dusty Likens. Have a good night, Kansas City. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 